0: Welcome to a biblical perspective podcast where God's point of view matters. I'm your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. This podcast is designed to expand you beyond the mind's cultural and theological limitations about the Bible and what it teaches. Prepare for the challenge of becoming a critical thinker, analyzing life from God's perspective boldly and unapologetically, I'll address the ills and issues of our day using scripture as the frame of reference. Get ready to empower your thinking and change your life. Now, let's hear what God has to say. God spoke to me in 2020 as he began to reveal and unfold to me as his functionary, what he was preparing to roll out in regards to the era that we have entered into, he spoke a statement that shook me, that brought me to sobriety because it was very sobering. And the statement was, you will either comply or die, comply or die. And since 2020, every succeeding year, God has reiterated those words to me and instructed me to preface additional or extensions or expansions of the prophetic word that he gave in 2020 as we entered into 21, 22, and going into 23, he said, I want you to reiterate Regurgitate, rehearse those words, that statement to my body. You will either comply or die. God is in a mood. He is in a mood. I want you to hashtag that. Comply or die. Comply or die. God is in a mood. He is in a militant mood. He is in a no nonsense mood. He is no longer allowing passes. He's no longer giving passes for our rebellion, for our laziness, for our tardiness, for our lethargy. He is in a mood because his future is at stake. Comply. That means to accomplish, it means to carry out, it means to fulfill. God is serious as it pertains to his endeavors, as it pertains to his campaigns, as it pertains to what eternity has scheduled for the upcoming eras. We are in the sovereign take back. And so he told me to reiterate to we, the body of Christ, that we will either comply, fulfill his will, carry it out. We will accomplish specifically, to the T, to the letter, what it is he is instructing, we will not endeavor to restructure his instructions, his directions or his directives. And so I want to preface where I'm getting ready to take you as I just give you a brief snapshot of what God has been speaking, unfolding and unrolling to me regarding 2023 we will either comply or die now where does death fit in there are some that will experience the cessation of life you will experience physical death because you fail to comply so god is going to allow many to expire they're going to transition but he spoke this to me very clearly And that is, in this upcoming year, death is going to manifest in our ministerial careers. Because if you're not complying, if you're not acquiescing to the will of the Spirit, if you're not confirming, not necessarily confirming, but coinciding, if you're not coinciding and concurring with what God is speaking and doing, why should he keep you in his service? Why should he keep us around? We are of no benefit to him if we are kicking against him, if we are rebelling against him, if we are struggling with his will, if we are refuting and rebutting what it is he is speaking as it pertains to the time and the era that we are in. And so many are going to experience death where their service to God is concerned. We'll pick that up in a minute. I just want to drop this like it's hot in your spirit, this word, discharge. And we'll pick that up in a few moments. It's not enough for us to understand that we are in, as I've been saying since 2020, we are in high alert. The church is in F-PACON Delta, Force Protection Conditions Delta, the highest F-PACON level there is. All right. When we deal with Delta, we are dealing with not an attack is imminent. An attack has occurred. Our security. System. Our security hedges have been breached. The enemy is in our midst. He is in our ranks. He has infiltrated our ranks. And so it's not enough for us to know that we are in FPACAN Delta, but we need also know and understand what the fight is about. What the fight Is about. And so that's the question that God is laying before us. What's the battle about? Because if you are ignorant of what you're fighting for, then you will lack the tools needed as it pertains to intelligence, as it pertains to consciousness, as it pertains to other aspects of war preparation. If you're ignorant of what Is on the table, if you're ignorant of what is at stake, you may enter the battlefield with an attitude, with an understanding, with a consciousness that's not equivalent to what is actually taking place, what is happening. Is that making sense? So, what is the battle about? Glad you asked. The battle is for God's future the battlefronts of transition we are not where we were in I almost said 2022 but we're not where we were six months ago we have transitioned I love some time ago chief assistant chief prophet Angela said that the playground has transitioned into the battleground isn't that powerful The playground has transitioned into the battleground. We are no longer at recess. Recess is over. Ding, ding, ding. The bell has rung. I wish I had my bell pull up. That was a bell moment. The recess, rather, recess is over. And there are many of us that are still operating under a recess consciousness, a recess mindset, failing to realize that we are knee deep in. War, So the battle is in regards to God's future. And we know that the battle in essence that we are in is the battle of the gods. Which God is going to reign on not only the throne of your heart, but which God is going to reign over America? Which God are we going to give the throne of our government to? So the battle is about God's future. I want to share with you just a brief excerpt from the article that I provided for TPTI 2021. And I quote myself, are you ready for God's future? Such a profound question, however uncommon, most believers have never considered the thought of of God having a next or succeeding goal that pertains to and fulfills the purposes and intents of his will in the earth. In most instances, when referring to the future, it's usually about us as individuals, our family, financial status, or anything that directly pertains to our world modern day Christianity has deceived many into believing that God's world revolves around them and that he exists to make all their dreams come true. Though this train of thought may provide the hearer with warm fuzzies, it couldn't be further from the truth. Here it is. The reality is that God's world revolves around Himself. God's world revolves around Himself. Everything that God does, He does to fulfill His will, purposes, and plans. It has nothing to do with us per se. We are either going to be participants and collaborators and collaborators with God in His endeavors. Or we have become his adversary. There's no gray area here. The evangelical days are over. We thank God for what was done, whom he used as it pertains to that era and that dispensation. But we are not dealing with the Savior Jesus Christ. We're not dealing with the Lamb Jesus Christ. We're dealing with the sovereign, which existed before the Savior, as Dr. Price teaches. Jesus was a sovereign before he was a savior. All right. We are dealing with the militant side of Jesus Christ. Now, Judges 5 and 23, remember at the beginning, I shared with you, reminded you of what God has been speaking to me, and I've been sharing with you all right here on 2020 Prophetic since. The year 2020, we will either comply or die. Listen to this, Judges 5 and 23, curse Mesros, said the angel of the Lord, curse its inhabitants bitterly. Why? Because they did not come to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. We have been deceived in thinking that Satan is powerless. Jesus himself did not paint that picture. He said, Jesus, behold, I give unto you power, power above the power of the enemy. Oh, wait, let's stop. Jesus informs us in that statement that Satan does have power. However, if you're in Christ, if you are the elect of God, if you are filled with the fullness of the Godhead bodily, the power that you possess, which is the power of the Godhead, the power of the Holy Ghost, the biotic gospel of Jesus Christ. This thing is biotic, huh? But if you are of Christ, the power that you possess trumps and supersedes the power of the enemy. But the word, the scripture rather says to us that curse be Mesraz because they did not come to the help of the Lord. God is not going to transition, change, rectify what we are experiencing by Himself. Again, we must become collaborators. We must be. We, we must collaborate with Him. We must play our part. We must own up to our responsibilities in cleaning up the mess that we, the church helped God's adversaries to create. Now, I'm going somewhere in the two, three minutes that I have left. The era of supernal discharge. This is what God has been speaking to me, rolling out, expanding on really the foundation of the prophetic word given in 2020. He said, son, we are in the era of supernal discharge. Now, I really don't have time to dig my heels into this like I want to. Supernal, heavenly, divine. It is supreme, situated above. In essence, God is saying that these discharges are coming from, catch this, these discharges are coming from eternity's commander in chief. There's nothing that we can do to reverse the discharge actions that are coming out of eternity. And hear me by the Holy Ghost. These discharge actions are supernal, not just eternal, supernal. They are coming from the highest Governmental authority in not just the universe, but in all of existence and all of creation. To discharge, it is to exempt, to exonerate, to release, to free from what? From obligation. Remember, I said that the death that is going to manifest for many who refuse to comply with the will of God in this era and in this season. Death is coming to your position in the church. He has no need of you. Your services are no longer needed. Pink slips are coming out of eternity. Oh, come on here. That's bell worthy. I don't have time to pull my bell up. Let me give you these very, very quickly. There are two categories of discharge. One, administrative, which deals with voluntary or involuntary, depending on the accused offense, depending on the type and the accused offense. The second category is punitive. Punitive discharges are decided by court-martial. Decided by court-martial. What is a court-martial? Military court for hearing charges brought against members of the armed forces or others within its jurisdiction for the most serious crimes. Eternity's court, or the court of eternity. Eternities, eternity, we, we, we have entered into eternity's court-martial, and God is discharging in these categories. Now, there are actually uh, several types of discharges listed here, but where the red asterisks are, those are the ones that I'm going to tackle. The types of discharges are honorable, general, entry-level separation, medical, other than honorable, bad conduct, and dishonorable. Real quick, I only got a minute left or so. General discharge. These are the types of discharges, the types of discharges, the types of discharges, the types of supernal discharges that are coming out of heaven's court. General discharge. Usually it is for something that prevented the service member from performing their job adequately or from meeting expected standards of conduct. Some of you are going to receive a general discharge. It's not that you necessarily disobeyed orders, but you can't measure up under the pressure. You are uh, 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 uh. You are not meeting the standards. You're not meeting the proper protocols. Are you seeing that? Service member from performing their job adequately. You are not performing what God needs you to do adequately. So some are going to receive a general discharge other than honorable discharge. This bad discharge characterization is usually reserved for military members who have not withheld the integrity expectations of an armed service member. So there are others who are going to receive this level of discharge other than honorable because you're not integral. You've lied to the people of God. You have molested financially, and some of you have molested in the literal sense, and so you are receiving a discharge because you did not comply with the orders given by the commander in chief. Some situations that could lead to this type of discharge include being found guilty of adultery while in the service or receiving a conviction in civilian court. Many of you have committed adultery. You have mixed and mingled. You have transitioned your occupation to that of a mixologist. You have mixed and mingled Islam. You've mixed and mingled yoga. You have mixed and mingled. And so God is discharging you because of your adulterous actions a bad conduct discharge known as a BCD, a bad conduct discharge. BCD is one of the forms of a punitive discharge, meaning that it must go through the military justice system to happen. It must go through the military justice system. These supernal discharges are going through eternity's department of defense. It's going through eternity's military system. Apostles and prophets, God is raising up legitimate apostles and prophets and they are judging the behaviors of the officers of the officers rather in the service of God and many of you are going to be discharged because right here you have repeated repeatedly failed to follow orders and the last Type that I'm going to discuss is dishonorable discharge, which is the highest level. Listen to this. A dishonorable discharge is the type of military discharge that carries the most consequences. This discharge typically comes from behaviors or actions that go entirely against military rules, such as rape, murder, or missing from military service MIA. The punitive discharge stems from a court martial process and remains on a service member's permanent record like other types of military discharge permanent record Hmm? you're going to go many of us many of you are going to go into eternity with this dishonorable discharge on your permanent record because you were missing from military service with this discharge not only will a service member not receive va benefits but they also are unable to have firearms or ammunition. This discharge can show up on federal background checks, making it challenging for a veteran to find employment. Veterans with this determination, with this uh, determination, may also not be able to vote, work for the government, get a loan or receive government assistance. Now y'all just let that sit. And I close with Judges 5 and 23 again. Curse Mesraz, said the angel of the Lord, because its inhabitants, curse its inhabitants bitterly because they did not come to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. We are in a season, an era of supernal discharges because many. Did not comply with what the with the eternal commander-in-chief had instructed and so your services are no longer needed you need you you need scriptural example saul and eli and i end with this the discharge it precedes one's exit from military service so even though many of you might still be in the seat. You're just a placeholder. You're just occupying the space until your replacement is ready. But make no mistake about it. You have been discharged. Heaven no longer backs you. Heaven no longer supports you. The year, the era really of supernal discharge is among us. God bless you. Thanks for listening to a Biblical Perspective Podcast. If today's episode empowered you, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast at cpnshows.com, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen. For more information about C.T. Johnson Ministries International, visit the website at ctjohnson.org or text Me, all lowercase, no spaces, to 54244 to stay in the know. And connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at CT Johnson Ministries. Tune in next time as I continue to empower your thinking from God's perspective.